1: The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast.
2: Great good morning everyone. 11.07 a.m. Northeast Pennsylvania. This Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States as our guides, Let us begin and continue today's battle. A reminder, this Bob Canaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. And yes, the double entendre is intended. So, we reconvene this Club for Common Sense meeting, promising you a sanctuary of sanity, Amidst the mad, 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 upside down world that the fools on the left are trying to create. But we're grounded by veterans that we lost just this past June. Helga Wooden, Kingston, U.S. Army, 1957 she joined. Laddie Gribbick. He was of Thompson, passed away at age 90, United States Navy veteran of the Korean War. Daniel Oshel, Muzik, United States Army and the United States Army National Guard. Robert Egan, Hanover Township, veteran of the Korean War, 1953 to 1957 in this man's army. Andy Dudek, Old Forge. Proudly served in the United States Army during the Vietnam War. Honorably discharged in 1969. We lost those veterans. We shall never see their like again. So I told you about a conservative activist by the name of Gregory Angelo. He's the president of something called the New Tolerance Campaign. And he came to my attention... Because he's been doing interviews about the liberal hysteria in response to Jason Aldean's now viral Try That in a Small Town. That's the music we play every hour since country music television canceled him. Uh, Gregory's known as the godfather of woke. He helped bring about the era of woke corporations and social justice stakeholder activism during his time when he headed the Log Cabin Republicans. He's making amends now, though, by leading NTC, a grassroots advocacy group that holds mainstream institutions accountable for their woke agendas and cancel culture. And he is with us now. Gregory Angelo, welcome to the Bob Cadaro Show. How are you? Thank you, Bob. I'm doing very well. Well, we're happy to have you. And uh, we, we well, we didn't beat you to the punch. We were with you on this from the beginning. We started yes. playing uh, every hour Jason Aldean's song, the, the, the outrage that goes in it. But I, I want to go back a little bit further. Now, you were yes. a log cabin Republican. And yes, I headed the national organization. That's right. A great organization, by the way, unless and until it's, hijacked, but, but, uh, so you're involved at a very high level in all these things and you start to go woke. Tell us a, a little bit about how that began and uh, what that process was. Well, I can tell you it was unintentional. Uh, it was a part
0: of the strategy that log cabin Republicans was using 10 years ago. We're talking about 2013 where the organization was working to build support for a piece of legislation uh, called the Employment Non-Discrimination Act. At the time, this was a bill that would have made it federal law to make it illegal to fire someone because of their sexual orientation. You can't fire someone because they were gay. That sounds right. And one of the strategies in gaining Republican But I mean, that sounds
2: sounds right and pretty basic.
0: Yes, and, and that's the thing. It was a politically popular thing at the time, we were just trying to get this bill over the finish line and get more Republicans to publicly declare their support before a vote. And one of the strategies we had was to lean on corporate America that already largely had policies in place that said, we will not fire people because they are gay. And by the way, they did that without any law in place. It was Mm -hmm. market forces that led these, these corporations to do that. But nonetheless, because my objective was getting legislation passed at the time, I found myself leaning on major corporations to publicly declare their support for things like the Employment Non-Discrimination Act, marriage equality, and other things. This, I believe, was the Pandora's box, when I'm looking back in hindsight, that helped to open the door and set precedent so that corporations then not only felt it was okay to weigh in on contentious social issues, but it was their moral duty to do so. And my role in all of this was ironically pointed out to me by a colleague shortly after I came on board and headed up the new tolerance campaign in 2021. And he said, hey, didn't you have a role in all of this? And the more I thought about it, the more I said, you know what? Yes, my, I am not innocent of this. I actually did have a role to play, and I think it's important you, you, you to you tell you my story. You feel like
2: uh, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I created a monster. <laughs> Talking to Gregory uh, Angelo president of the new tolerance campaign and uh, he's gone from the godfather of woke to someone who has awoken. (laughs) Yes, I am awake now. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right. So, so you you, you sort of creep into this in your role as the, the uh, head of the log cabin Republicans and you realize what it has wrought because yeah, things seldom come without unintended consequences.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, right now we have, uh, because there was this groundswell of corporations that weighed in on things like uh, preventing gay people from being fired, same-sex marriage, etc., and were clapped on the back by the public and supported for taking those stances, well, now there's precedent set, and em- their employees at these companies are now saying, well, you weighed in on the gay stuff, why don't you weigh in on abortion? You weighed in on the gay stuff, why don't you weigh in on defunding the police? And it's very difficult for a lot of these CEOs to explain why they wouldn't want to do that. But you know, even worse is the fact that a lot of these CEOs lean left anyway and feel that it's completely in line with their principles uh, and an extension of the work they did supporting the gay community back a, a decade ago in the early 2010s to then push these social issues. And actually what we found is unlike the the pro-gay issues back uh, back 10 years ago, there is not a public appetite for corporations to weigh in on contentious social issues. Certainly the same support we saw for things like same-sex marriage and not firing people, employment protections for gay people, does not have the same type of public support for things like uh, uh, defunding the police, abortion, you know, y- you name it. And so, you know, I'm working at New Tolerance Campaign to rally grassroots support to push back on corporations and other institutions when they betray their stated values. I think it's my way uh, in, in some sense to do penance for the work that I did creating <laughs> woke in the past. But I also uh, know in my heart, you know, I have had a, ch- a change of heart on all of this and uh, it, it is the right thing to do to get corporations uh, to move back to a place of neutrality, rather rather than politicizing anything and everything uh, in in the country right now.
2: So when uh, Pandora uh, opened the box and uh, forgot to let hope out, you decided I'll be the hope. <laughs> Just open that <laughs> open that lid one more that. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the latest iteration of uh, yeah. this this woke culture that has uh, and they've gone so far you go from a common sense thing that says look sexual orientation uh, should not be and cannot be a reason that someone's fired or discriminated against and everybody I mean a huge swath of the population says yeah you're right and now we get into insanity and they're trying to cancel things like country music and you're at the forefront, along with your group, New Tolerance Campaign, of standing up to that. And I, I love it. Tell us about your efforts so far. Well, you know,
0: Bob, I am increasingly becoming convinced that the definition of someone who is woke is a person who lives in constant fear that somewhere, some way, there is a conservative out there having fun. And the only solution that they have is to take away things that conservatives enjoy. To me, that's the only reason why we had kind of like out of the blue, <laughs> this groundswell saying, oh, my gosh, this Jason Aldean Dean song, it needs to be taken off the air. It's racist. Well, like, first of all, who decides these things? You know, I, I still i am scratching my head. I don't know who said this is racist and who made that proclamation and forced CMT to take this video off the air. You know, it used to be that you know, if something was objectively racist, we could all see and agree that it is objectively racist. There should be a consensus about this. When it comes to the Jason Aldean song, there is not. In fact, if you look at the comments on the YouTube video, you see uh, multiple people who say they are African American and they don't see a single racist thing in this video or in the lyrics of the song. You know, in fact, if Jason Aldean was actually setting out to put out a racist screed. He did a terrible job of it. (laughs) There are ways he could have done this much more explicitly, uh, you know, rather than, uh, doing, putting out a video where uh, there's a a digression that talks about farmers that help one of their own who's down on their luck. Uh, You know, that's, that's colorblind. That has nothing to do with race, but the left is freaking out. And because I guess country music, television feared the wrath of the left, their knee-jerk response was to take the video off the air. The knee-jerk response following that from conservatives was, okay, we don't need CMT to support this song. We, we can play as you do, we can play it every hour on the hour. We yeah. can make it the number two song in the United States right now. And I think it just goes to show that the grassroots has a very important role to play in all of this. That's what I'm trying to rally at New Tolerance Campaign.
2: So the New Tolerance President Gregory T. Angelo is our guest, and he's telling us how he's fighting wokeness, specifically in the case of the Jason Aldean song. And uh, what outlets have essentially said to you, we're not interested in what you have to say?
0: Uh, Well, you know what? Whether outlets and institutions are interested in what we have to say or not, uh, it doesn't matter. We're still going to be taking the fight to them. Uh, the work that we have done rallying grassroots pushback against institutions has uh, gotten a response from Walmart after it was discovered that they're pushing divisive critical race theory onto their employees. We have uh, regularly engaged with the Facebook Oversight Board. This is the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the wing plan. of Facebook that adjudicates people when they get silenced, and we're re- regularly providing recommendations to them on ways that they can more objectively enforce their opinions. And we are actually expressing gratitude to people like the Dean of Stanford law who actually doubled down on the school's commitment to freedom of speech. After I'm sure you and your listeners saw this, you know, federal judge was shouted down at a federalist society meeting by students and faculty. And so what we do at NTC, that sets us apart, kind of our secret sauce is we have taken the call your Senator, email your Congressman model, and we have repurposed it and turned the turrets onto the heads of these institutions. So instead of your congressperson, people can go to our website newtolerance.org and send messages directly to the CEO of Walmart, expressing their disgust that the C- critical race theory trainings are being pushed on employees. You can uh, go directly to New Tolerance Campaign and send messages to CEOs around the country saying, "Hey, stop LGBT is fine, but stop marketing LGBT." to our kids. People have not had a voice like this in the process in the past. And it's one of the things that separates us from a lot of other individuals and organizations that are doing great work in this space, but the grassroots is what we are bringing to the table.
2: Uh, Gregory Angel, I want to ask you a couple of questions. If you could hang on to us through this break, uh, sure. do, you have to, do you have a moment? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah so I, I sure. want to continue the conversation. I want to ask you about this LGBTQ Plus and whatever else thing that has has been cre- this this miniature monster that's been created as well, uh, yeah. and just get your just get your thoughts on it. Yay, nay, up, down, whatever. We're talking with Gregory Angelo. He is the new tolerance president, and he's with us talking about wokeness and the battle against it. We'll be back on the Bob Cunero show after this. ACDC. This date, 1980, that's one of my favorite ACDC songs, Back in Black. I told you I went to see them at the arena here, and I stayed in the, except for three songs. I actually had to stay in the box. Thank God it was in the luxury box, because I had to stay in the box just because it was too loud. It was, it was insane. And by the way, in 1972, the Notorious... Uh, Tuskegee Tuskegee Civilist experiment came to light Associated Press Cracked it And we still trust the U.S. Public Health Service (laughs) Really We trusted them With our lives during COVID And look what we got Please (laughs) Don't think these things don't turn They just go They morph in a different direction (laughs) Yeah, let's trust the U.S. Public Health Service. (laughs) Even worse, let's trust the WHO, the World Health Organization. Let's give them primacy over lockdowns and uh, declarations of health crises in America. That's what Biden wants to do. That's what the left wants to do. Insane. And... uh, as we talk about something insane and and wrong and bad, we always try to go to something good, and that is our friend uh, Gregory Angelo, the head of the New Tolerance uh, Project. And uh, Gregory, just just a question, and it's not on you know necessarily within your bailiwick, but you're in this space all the time. The LGBTQ. Uh, is it a true alliance? What, how, how does this even come together? I guess. Well, you know, Bob,
0: let me just respectfully correct you. Cause you said, you know, I'm in the middle of this LGBTQ. No, stuff. no, no, no. I, 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 I'm not, just, no, I, just I don't consider in the middle myself of, that. I just mean, in, I'm in the G. Okay. I'm a gay man. That, yeah. That's it. And it's not the thing that primarily defines me. It's part of who I am. And, and that's it. You know, Ever since the Supreme Court issued its ruling making same-sex marriage the law of the land in all 50 states in 2015, the far-left LGBT lobby has completely gone off the rails. Why and how? Well, because the unifying things that actually brought donors together and the American public, regardless of your sexual orientation, Things like love is love, allowing two people who love each other to get married. Things like, as we mentioned in the last segment, not making it uh, possible to fire someone because of their sexual orientation. Things that there was a national consensus on, and that people supported, and it was just time to, to codify those things into law or or um, make them a reality via court judgments. After that, the left, having nothing else to to to, to run with, embraced transgender. Well. Let me tell you this. As a man who happens to be gay, I'm happy with myself the way I am and the way God created me. I do not need medical treatment and drugs in order to be my authentic self. I certainly don't need very invasive and permanent surgery in order to be my authentic self. And so you know, I, I look at what is happening right now in in the LGBTQ whatever movement. And it makes me sad because, actually, we live in an era where it's never been better to be part of the LGBTQ community as an American. But the left is just obsessed with this idea of oppression, and I think we should actually look, take a step back and say, hey, we achieved a lot. Let's celebrate it and live our lives um, in quiet dignity. I think that's where that's where I really disagree with the left. And that's what's happened right now with a lot of their advocacy.
2: We have a lot of um, well, I mean, I'm I'm conservative, but I think common sense conservative. And Mm -hmm. my own view on it is whatever you want to be when you're an adult, be that and and, and look at you want to take steps that so many people have found mistaken, such as permanent medical treatment and so forth. That is your choice as an adult, but it doesn't start until you're an adult. And I, I, that's where the left, they're they're acting like it's some kind of a club. I'm not understanding it. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I tend to agree with your perspective 100%, but there's one thing that I would add to that. Look, like if you're an adult, knock yourself out, do whatever you want. As long as what you do does not impact my freedom and my choices, you know, if you want to be transgender, gay, whatever, knock yourself out. But it is not my obligation to then celebrate that. Yeah. And I am not a bigot if I choose not to celebrate that. In fact, if I speak out against it, it shouldn't be something that makes me a bigot. And I think that's really where you see a lot of the difference between, say, like the gay left and, and the gay right is where, you know, gay people just want to on the right, just want to live our lives gay people on the left want their lives to be celebrated. I mean, what's that Eric Erickson quote? Like, you will be made to care. There's that <laughs> type of energy yeah. on the left, right? <laughs> you will be made to care.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Gregory Angelo, you feel free to get in touch with us anytime you've got something to say. We appreciate your commentary on everything, including the Jason Aldean matter. Uh, it, it's a pleasure. We wish the best of uh, luck to you and new tolerance uh to get in touch with new tolerance what is it newtolerance.com? Newtolerance.org and on Org. twitter
0: we're at new
2: underscore tolerance and you can just search for us new tolerance campaign on facebook all right well we appreciate you being here sharing your views and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again sounds good thank you right. thank you gregory angelo from new tolerance Look him up. I'm telling you, it's a great group, and and, uh, he's a fighter. I absolutely love it. We'll take this break. We'll come back with the Weta. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: What does that mean? The weather? Okay, Bulldog. Here's the StormTracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Jeremy Lewan. Today, partly cloudy with a chance of afternoon thunderstorms, high of 84. Tonight, partly cloudy. That's all they have to say. It'll be about 65 degrees. Wednesday, partly cloudy and milder. It's going to get above 90 again. And I think we're anticipating that throughout uh, the weekend. Uh, Jeff from Carbondale says, Bob, LTS, as always, I have myself have stopped blurting out the L. Letters they've repeated, and most Americans are doing too. Saul Alinsky, say and repeat. They've drilled those letters and symbols by repetition. Just stop saying them. Alphabet and mafia needs to be stopped. Jeff from Carbondale, I'm with you on that one. I, and, and I may, I only say it because... It doesn't make any sense to me. And so I thought I would ask, you know, ask a, uh, a, a prominent gay American. Happens to be conservative, happens to be gay, as he said. And he does not consider that to be a group. It's just a, a bunch of left-wing lunatics who are trying to drive an agenda. That doesn't even include, in many instances, the cause they claim to be fighting for. Because much of it is inimical to gay Americans. And is, is soiling them, frankly. This uh, nonsense of, of going into grade schools. Drag queen story hour to, to, to young students. Amazing. Well, quickly, we want to remind you. Laddie Gribick, Thompson. Robert Egan, Hanover Township. Daniel Oshel, Music. Helga Svensson Wooden, Kingston. Andy Dudick. Old Forge. We lost all of them last month. And we are the lesser for it. That's a guarantee. You want to thank Dunmore Lumber Company? Break the big box blues at Dunmore Lumber. Just <laughs> Buy local. Buy locally owned. Dunmore Lumber. Marjon Golf Course. Best bargain in golf. Best food in golf. Look them up. And get up there, Jefferson Township, and have an event there. Jefferson Township, Mount Cobb, right past the old Muni, Scranton Muni. So, (laughs) LGBTQ, I forgot about this because I love it, now means let's get Biden to quit. And then let's go from there. We'll suffer however we have to suffer. Andrew from Jersey, how are you, Andrew, on School Choice. It's very good and excellent guest you just had and new woke. I would call it
3: true woke. I would think, oh, rear woke, but I like, he should switch the name to true woke, but school choice. It's beyond harmful to inner city minorities, which of course is racist, but it's beyond that. Um, Caucasian yeah, we and heard that from
2: Phil Kirpin from America Commit Me yesterday, that every Democrat, and by the way, guys, this is every Democrat you voted for, for state rep, state senator, everyone in this listening area, voted against giving poor kids scholarships to private schools in failing, objectively failing uh, school districts. What a and I disgrace. was middle,
3: cla- middle class white kid and I went to Columbia High School, Maplewood, South Orange District, and it was not a failing school. However, like many schools, there was lower level classes. They had like a one through four. And if you were in the lower classes, you basically didn't receive an education. So our school had the lower classes as well, but we were still ranked high because 70% of the students were not in the lower classes. And we were next to inner city schools that were ranked poorly. So we looked good. But despite that, my point is that I was still getting screwed and not getting an education. And there was the Saint, um, the Catholic school, Seton Hall Prep, near my house. And if I had, if my parents could have sent me, and I'm dyslexic too, if my parents could have sent me to Seton Hall Prep, I would have gotten a vastly better education. And also, in the Catholic schools, they teach ethics. And I used to work not just with the news, but shooting games. Uh, sports and even walking by this and everybody should
2: have a choice (laughs) everyone should have a choice parents should have a choice of where to send their kids thank you very much andrew as always appreciated we'll take a break frank sinatra and uh gerard Mayer. they're on the other side we'll be right back well it is quarter to three in the morning as frank sinatra says in guadalcanal which we talked about today with Rick Bigelow, and it's uh, quarter to noon, says Gerard Mayer. And we love it. Uh, somebody text it, Bob LTS, I made a choice on where to send my kid to school, and he's moving out of states. So many states with no school tax yet have better-ranked schools. I may LTS, but HTS. Hate this state. And I'm officially moving out this week. Well, make sure... That you go to wilknewsradio.com to listen. We don't want to lose you just because you're moving. And boy, this Benedict Biden thing is picking up. Another one of you LGBTQ is let's get Benedict Biden to quit. And Joe from Trip Spark says, Bob, I grew up with a gay family member. I never saw a flag or celebration of any kind. It was an adult choice. And he lived normally otherwise. Now, that same person feels there's negative attention drawn to them after years of normality because of the LGBTQ leaders' agendas. It's attracting negative attention and dividing the country and their own community. And you're right. It's sad. It's sad. Let's see if we can get Pat from West Wyoming. shes We've got about a minute, Pat. You're usually uh, right to the point. Quick, so yeah.
3: I don't know away. if anybody discussed this or not. I just tuned in, but I saw on TV that people in Texas returning to their homes after vacation found squatters, illegals, living there yeah. with false deeds, and the great governor of Abbott put up the razor wire to protect his people. Now Biden, brain-dead Biden, is suing the state of Texas. But the governor said, I'll see you in court, Joe. I'm wondering how you think that'll go.
2: I'll tell you what, there are clauses in the Constitution. The legal precedent doesn't help, but there are clauses in the Constitution that says when the federal government is not undertaking a job it should undertake... Uh, that, in fact, the state may step in to protect its citizens. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's going to focus on. And we've, we've got a good conservative Supreme Court now. We, it, it just might be a winner. It really might. And and Biden could be on his way out by then. Oh, man, I hope so. Yeah. I love that outfit for not <laughs> backing down. Good for him. Thank you, Pat. John Fogarty. Played his song Center Field at the induction ceremony for the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, this date in 2010. And it is a great baseball anthem, is it not? It truly is. Uh, Bob Cadero, back with you here as we uh, prepare ourselves to wrap things up here on the Club for Common Sense. Well, Benedict Biden. Oh, by the way, Pastor Mitch, uh, thank you uh, for your blessings. I could use them, but God has certainly blessed me in sp- in spades. <clears throat> Somebody texts in. Why is there even a debate on boys using girls' locker rooms to dress? I I see. This is the thing. This is the insanity. They turn upside down. This is the left. The destroyers of everything good. And somebody texted in, As we're by the way, we're finishing with Hey Jude for my cousin Tommy in honor of my, co- my late cousin Jude. He's been asking for it, Murph found it, because on this date, in 1968, Paul McCartney, with input from John Lennon, start writing the hit song, Hey Jude. So we're, we're going to play it on our way out. I don't think we'll get it all in, but... Happy to do it, Tommy. Now, uh, let's touch. Somebody texted in. I want to find this because it was uh, really neat. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It, It was about our founding fathers, and it was really great. Oh, here it is. The creators of the Constitution were guided by the hand of God. I hope it, bo- it foils Biden's overseers at every turn. That Constitution is our only protection. And judges who interpret the Constitution, that's our only hope. It truly is. Well, I, you almost think that hope is dwindling as we keep losing these veterans. And we're proud to have honored them today. Andy Dudek, Old Forge. Deborah survives him, his wife. United States Army during the Vietnam War. He was a lineman for Verto Cable and then Comcast, forty-two years. Helen Wooden, Helen Svenson Wooden, Kingston. U.S. Army enlisted in 1957. Licensed ham radio operator. Thank you, Helga. Daniel Olschel, Muzik, United States Army and the United States Army National Guard, survived by his wife of 50 years, Bernadette. Robert Egan, Hanover Township, born Wilkesbury, veteran of the Korean War, proud to serve his country in the U.S. Air Force from 1953 to 1967. And Laddie Gribik, proud of his Hungarian heritage. He was from Thompson, died at age 90 up at Wayne Memorial Hospital. United States Navy veteran of the Korean War, serving aboard the USS Cadmus, a naval repair ship. Lost them all late June. And I I pray we're replacing them. Thanks to Dunmore Lumber Company, our hourly sponsor, beat the big box blues at Dunmore Lumber. 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. And the Marjon Golf Course. The best food in golf, the best bargain in local golf. Love it. By the way, I'm going to be cutting a new Be the New You uh, commercial today with the Bulldog. I, I, I admit I started off wrong. I Bobby Adcroft brings these unbelievable Krispy Kreme donuts in, and I've got to have them when I see them. I know Cutie can't be listening because she's working today, so I can admit it to you. Guys, thanks for being with us. Love it. The Club for Common Sense, uh, it needs you. And I hope you need it. We will provide that sanctuary sanity. God willing, tomorrow, have a great afternoon. Nikki Stone is next. We are adjourned. WYLK News Radio. This is
1: the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast.